in this day and age, no. There's no such thing as a starving artist. Shout out to Rick Barker. You're not a starving artist. You're a lazy artist. And here's what I'm saying. You may be going hard on one thing, but there are other things around it that you need to do in order to make it, to make it pop, to make it shine, to make your music sell. Just you going out on the streets and playing your guitar, hoping to be discovered. And you going out there, well, I do it every day and I live this life. And this, if you're not giving shooting content, then ain't nobody going to give a fuck about you playing the guitar every day out there just on the streets. What's up, y'all? Harcos here with the Music Making Sense podcast. And with me, as always, is the one, the only, the Mohawk one, KP. How the hell you doing today, KP? You know what, man? I'm going to ask you, how are you first? But actually, I'm, I'm going to say this. Here, here's what I'm going to say. I'm feeling, I'm feeling a bit, I don't want, I, I want to say, I don't want to say resurrected, but actually, you know what? No, I will say that. Resurrected. What's up? Well, how you doing though, guy? <laughs> I'm doing good. Yeah. So for those of y'all who know, me, me and KP, we normally do like a little bit of like a pre-show before the show or whatever, but he was yeah. like, I was like, how you doing? And he was like, briefly told me like a little bit. He's like, you know what? I just save it for the podcast. I'm like, okay, cool. But uh, no, I'm doing good, man. Um, I'm glad we did that pre, pre, uh, pre-show as well too because i got a call from my kids school like right at the same time we were getting ready to go live so, so yeah. there's that but now i'm doing good i've just been uh just been networking and stuff like that uh last friday See night that. yeah last friday night i was uh featured on a podcast and stuff i went and hung out with uh hip-hop uh radar underground shout uh, out to hip-hop yeah. radar underground <laughs> yeah it was it was pretty cool too because like so hip hop radar underground they do like a couple different shows a week and stuff like that and on friday it's just kind of like a free-for-all type of thing and um yeah i've been talking to the host of it um for for a little bit and then he he said something oh yeah man just come on in on a friday or whatever i'll pop you in with the zoom or whatever i'm like okay cool so then you know i got off work and i built my new i got a gaming chair now it's very fancy it's actually pretty <laughs> fucking comfortable man because it's got like two different back cushions mm-hmm. in addition to like the regular chair and then it's got a footrest. so like i'm sitting here with my feet kicked up right now just kind of relaxing and so it's a lot more comfortable than my than my old chair right i kept having to like reassituate myself like yeah. that yeah <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah well it's because we're adjusting yeah well, my, <laughs> i always readjust because i'm just right. a fucking well, yeah. weirdo like that but <laughs> like i do too my, i'm sitting on a keyboard st- i sit on a keyboard bench so I mean, oh I'm shit just, yeah. yeah that makes sense <laughs> yeah. yeah and i see your keys back there you got your guitar and your drum set mm-hmm. and everything on the background oh, yeah. hell yeah but uh no my old my old chair it was like three or four years old and the cushion had wore out where my ass is to like to the to the wood and so i had another cushion i talked about that in a previous episode i had another cushion on top of it but it just wasn't cutting it right but anyway i hopped on with that and it was pretty cool man because like there was multiple artists in the chat and everything like that listening along and we I even uh, hopped in yeah kp even hopped in and everything as well too right after he got off work and we uh yeah, it was pretty cool because I got to like do like a live review of somebody's um, YouTube channel and gave them a couple of pointers and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, hell yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. You know, blah, blah, yeah. blah. So it was pretty cool to go in there and just kind of shoot the shit and bullshit and just, you know, I, I wasn't I wasn't only there to, you know, to market, you know, and talk about marketing stuff or anything like that. I was just sitting there just just talking shit, you know, just hanging out, saying dumb shit, talking about music, you know, just 
just being real with all of them and everything like that. And some yeah, of them Sack are going, Juggalo's hella cool too, man. Yeah, Sack cool Juggalo. Cat. Yeah, he, the host, of, the host of Sack Juggalo. He's pretty cool. But yeah, we were just sitting there, just like shooting the shit. I was shooting the shit with people in the comments and stuff. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, aside from that, um, I picked up. Um, I can't remember if I told you already that I was working on one website for a podcast. Yeah, you told um, me that. Yeah. yeah, and then I just picked up another one last night where I'm going to be building the website for a podcast as well. And then I got one artist that is like on the fence right now about ready to pull the trigger on getting themselves a website built. So definitely been, been helping out some people. And, um, Oh, one cool thing I did too is I, I did some research by making a post on, on my personal Facebook. Cause I got a bunch of artists and producers and, of course, you have all those like fly by night graphic design people on. There yeah, that, of course. That, that, they go on name, my Instagram a lot. Yeah, their name is always something that has to do with tunes or art or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, which is fine. <laughs> I mean, it's branding. You got to tell right, me what you do. Right. right? Exactly. But, but yeah, like, you know, I got a bunch of them on there. So I was like, you know, I posted, I was like, hey, producers, you know, uh, I got a bunch of artists on my page looking, always looking for beats, drop your links down below or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, I had a bunch of producers start messaging in there and stuff like that. And so I was asking them, I was like, Hey, you know, do you post your snippets as reels? And, you right. know, a few of them did, most of them didn't. And like, this mm-hmm. thing has over a hundred comments already on it, which is crazy for, for shit on my traffic on my page. Cause I usually don't have that much. Right. No, normally I'll have like between like 10 and 50, you know, on average, but it's got over a hundred comments and growing. And I, uh, you know, like there was a few of them that do post reels. And so I was like, all right, yo, tap me in your reels and I'll fucking reshare them to my page, you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. And, you know, I told him I was like, it's like, I'll watch it all like all the way through. I'll mm-hmm. like it. I'll comment something genuine on there, like engaging in there. And then I'll also share it too. You know, so I'm giving all kinds of value just for them tagging me, which obviously, yeah, that runs up my interaction on my page, but it's also, I wanted to, I didn't do it for that. I wanted to do it as like a case study and Mm. to see out of all these producers out here that when you say producer roll call, basically all the ones that'll like post up their, their YouTube or their SoundCloud or their beat stars or like some other, you know, outside, outside of Facebook link. Right. Right. Whenever they posted that, I was like, okay, that's cool. Do you post snippets on Facebook in the reels? You know what I'm saying? Ooh, good question. Then it fucking hit a lot of them in the balls. You know, they're like, oh, no, I I don't. They're like, no, I don't do that. I'm like, why not? You know what I'm saying? So, I'm making, hold on. You know what I just sat here and thought of when you just said that? What's Go up? Ahead. What's up? Friday with dress in peace, job with a spoon. When um uh, uh, when he said, when uh, Ice Cube said, I ain't trying to be a dog catcher. He said, why not? Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what I just thought. Like, just that yeah. reaction. And they like, why not? You're asking the producers yep. that, like, you just got to be a cool little, like, I mean, I, if you did that, like, you just put up that. Way. <laughs> why not? <laughs> yep. Yep. Because that's a great exactly. question. Like, is, I mean, yeah, really great why question. Not? Like, why would you not? And, like, yeah. you know, especially when you go and scroll through their page, cause I was scrolling through their page too, just to see. And then I was asking them the questions when I already knew the answer type of thing, you know, and, <laughs> right? you know, you know, I was scrolling through and I see them like all, almost every one of them that mm-hmm. don't post reels also had one other thing in common, which is where 
they would post text um, posts bitching about not being able to find serious artists. And so I was like, I'm seeing a correlation here between their effort and finding and trend. people with, it's with like the almost other a, effort. Yeah, it looks like a right. trend of them doing that. <laughs> yeah, you got to like, yeah. give the effort to get effort. Now, now sometimes the ones that do post reels, they will say something in a similar realm. Mm-hmm. But but that's that's that just means that they need to tune themselves a little bit more. It doesn't mean that they're not putting in the effort enough. You know what I'm saying? Because they're doing they're doing what they're supposed. Right, to. they're doing what they're supposed. To. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so- All right, y'all, Harko's here. I just want to take a quick little break from the episode to let every single one of you artists know about a great opportunity for you to grow your online presence through blogs and social media for 30 days for only $10. If you've already been checking out the podcast, you know I've already talked about this a little bit here and there, but I created 10 blog websites that all have their own social media presence on Twitter and Facebook, and they are growing leaps and bounds getting tens of thousands of impressions and eyeballs every single month and that's just not in total that's every single account i have a full video breakdown available for this on every platform where you're listening to this right here right now the episode is called how much marketing can ten dollars get you all right i go through a full explanation of it but if you've already watched that and you want to find out more go ahead and go to musicmakingsensepod.com send me a message in chat and i will get right back Back to you and we will get this rocking and rolling and get you growing on social media especially if you want to grow that presence on twitter or x this will definitely help you out like i said i got 10 blog websites with 10 different twitter accounts that have tens of thousands of impressions every single month you can be right there with them getting all those eyeballs and growing your presence online so make sure you hit me up right now musicmakingsensepod.com hit the chat button and send me a message and we will get you on point with this great new promotion all right let's get back to the episode because you know i have been shifting to focus more on trying to help producers and stuff even though i'm not a producer but like like i said on the last episode since you know being a producer is like an e-commerce thing i know e-commerce pretty well and it's a lot easier to to help them grow at a faster rate than it is you know a lyrical artist because you know with producers their main product is beats well there's a fuck ton of artists out here always looking to lease or buy beats so there's always a market for it Very however much. when it comes to being a lyrical artist or performing artist in some way there's not a lot of people out here looking to buy music to consume it because the culture right. is a stream for, stream free, for culture, free culture right so it's like why would i pay for some for something i can get for free and yeah. i completely agree with that i do the same shit but yeah. it's just like you know so i'm sitting there i'm like okay so one is going to be a lot slower pace Mm-hmm. And I don't mind putting in the time and 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 coaching somebody for six months, a year or whatever to get them to growing well. However, they don't always want to put in the time to see that slow to growth that slow because, growth. yeah, because I've worked with artists before and stuff. And so has KP. And when mm-hmm. when they're not seeing the the stream counts go up, mm-hmm. then they think it's not fucking working. This so ties into what I'm going to talk about. Yeah, it's so crazy. But they, but just... what they don't see is they don't see their interactions going up on their social media and their that going up. 
Mm-hmm. That's what has to go up first is your social media interactions and the quality of what you're giving people following you on social media has to go up. And then the correlation is your streams start going up. You know, your streams on, and then it's not just like on Spotify out music. I'm talking about, you know, your music video views on YouTube and, and shit like that. You mm-hmm. have to be engaging in the right way to get that going up. And then once people start getting to know you more, mm-hmm. then they like you and then they trust you enough to go and click your link to go listen to your music and stuff like that. But you gotta, you gotta keep giving them something, you yep. know? And, and so that's something where a lot of artists don't always want to, to do that long, slow grind, especially mm-hmm. when, when they're sitting here paying somebody for, for the coaching services the whole time or whatever, and helping them, you know, manage all of that. Yep. I get that a hundred percent because they're not, they're not seeing the financial return for their financial investment. I get that, but it's, it doesn't work like that, mm-hmm. but that's why I've kind of shifted a little bit to producers because they would be able to see that quick return. And so mm-hmm. I'll be able to offer more value to people and and help them. And then obviously at the same time, you know, I'm still communicating with artists and then I can connect artists with producers, producers with artists, stuff like that. And right. I can kind of get like a big uh symbiotic relationship going with them and with me kind of being like right there as the connecting piece and stuff mm-hmm. and so um yeah that's what i've been working on and i actually just connected an artist today with um a couple of producers that i've personally worked with not not off that list um you know over 100 different comments and stuff like that mm-hmm. not off that list uh, well, I, I I tagged them into that as well, too, and said, hey, you know, check out some of these artists or these producers and stuff. Right. Uh, but then I also connected them with a couple of producers I personally worked with for like years now, like four or five years. And mm-hmm. so I was like, hey, check out these people. I can 100 percent vouch for these people. All these people on this list over here in this post I just tagged you in. I've never worked with any of them. So it's kind of a roll of the dice. However, you got a fuck ton of options, <laughs> you know. Right. And so that's what I'm trying to work on building is kind of building that network to where it's not like how the Facebook groups are, where it's a lot of spam and shit. I'm actually trying to build something cohesive was kind of me being the center of it, you know, in a way, because, you know, I can help connect people showing them that value. And it's, you know, it's free. It's easy for me to connect people, you know, just be like, Hey, tag somebody, boom, done easy, you know, and building that relationship. And then that's just free transaction, just building, building that trust with them. And then kind of go from there on, you know, me helping them with their marketing strategies and stuff like that. So, so yeah, I've been working. Yeah, man. (laughs) So it sounds like, yeah. Yeah, I've I've been working. I've been working on trying, like I said, trying to grow the podcast because there's some other podcasts I've reached out to about me going on with them and stuff, and those are coming up. Um, but but yeah, Sack Juggalo over at uh, Hip Hop Radar Underground, he was like, "Yeah, just pop in on a Friday," and I'm like, "Well, fuck, I'll hop in on this Friday. I got shit to do. You know, I got stuff to do, but like I don't have right. Pressing you just, stuff yeah, to you do. got press. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, like I got stuff I could do on the computer besides be on a live stream. But I'll take an hour or so be on a live stream for a few. Kick and that's it. promotion. I mean, that helps. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think and for you, I think that was and I, and shout out to you for doing that. And I want to say mm-hmm. this because and, it, and 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 it's kind of, and it's definitely ties into where I'm gonna go with 
this side of the with my side of the music where I've been focusing more on getting into sync licensing and things like that. But I want to share something with you guys that happened with me recently. And I want to share it with y'all because I feel like certain things that go on in life per in person that and that go on in our lives personally does affect us as artists. And what can we do in order to make a turnaround or to keep the, to not move the goalposts and to keep our focus and also maybe something that happens to us that gives us a resurrection and a wake up. All right. And I want to share this with you guys because I, I, I know it's going to be important. Right. And so to get started with, well, as Harkos was getting into getting in, I've been watching Harkos do the work as far as um, getting into live streaming and understand that for him, that was something that was tough to get into. And here he is. He was able to get on a live stream. And when I saw it, I came I came home. I just came home from work and he hits me up and says, hey, I'm about to get on a live stream. And I'm like, Oh, hell yeah. Right. I'm like, this is cool. So I go on as I was able to just, I was able to be one of the, I was able to become a moderator and shout out again, shout out to Sack Juggalo, man. He's hella cool. Really like the guy. He's a hell of a stoner like myself. So big up, you know, so that was really cool for him. Yeah, I think and, I was the only one not yeah, yeah, that he's whole fucking my, feet. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually like, well, I just got like, again, I just got home and just texted. So I was just kind of getting myself. I was actually eating. Right. And then when he came on and then you came on and it was really cool to watch you get on there and then just and see you go to work. Like, and this is a chance for and people. This is a chance for you to see him go to work live and to see you go under there. It was like. Hell yeah, man. Like, mm -hmm. big up to you, man. I was really proud of you for that. Right. But to let you guys know, with me, <laughs> this is where, again, you said something within your, you said something about how working with producers, mm -hmm. you're finding like a niche and also you're like, it's like you're solving this problem, mm -hmm. right? That's been, that's happening. And I started thinking, and as you were speaking about it, I started thinking about myself and what I'm going through and the resurrection I was just just told you about, but I didn't thoroughly go into. Mm -hmm. So recently, guys, I had just came from Cal. I just came from California uh, last week, Monday. And let me tell you, Carco saw it. I, and you guys see it too. When you watch the video, when you watch our episode, last episode, yeah, dude, yeah. I was on a California high. Not only yeah. was I stoned, but I was fucking on a Cali <laughs> high. Okay, guys? Yeah. Let me just keep it 100, okay? Yeah, absolutely. And, and so, but here was the thing. And when I came back, and as time went, you know, as, you know, time went and went to work, and I, and yesterday, My queer as a $3 bill black ass came out on you yesterday, okay? Let me just come. Let me just be real with y'all, okay? Y'all, dude, okay. I was just be real, babies. Listen to me, y'all. Uncle Wendy, Uncle KP went up and went into work and already prior to this, prior to Sunday, I went, I got called in because boss need boss lady need me in and me 
I'm the type that if boss lady calls me in, I'm not going to say no. Mm-hmm. I can't say no to her. I love this woman. She's one of the greatest bosses ever. I, I seriously, and she's pretty, of mm-hmm. course, but she's just absolutely amazing. Okay. Right. I'm just going to put it out there. And I know she, like I said, when she calls me in, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm not going to say no. Mm-hmm. And I came to realize there was a pattern with me on that. And let me explain. I start getting away from what I am truly blessed to do. And shout out to Allen Iverson. He said this, when you are not doing what God has blessed you to do, you shall suffer. Yeah. Okay. And me going away from not it be just because I wanted to have a job, you know, get a part-time job. Cause I felt like, you know what? I was the music situation. I was like, Oh, you know, whatever. Right. And mm-hmm. not really doing something. You just said that producer who does they, they, they know they, it's not that they weren't putting in the work. It was just, they weren't doing things in a way where it's like it's the consistency. Mm-hmm. They weren't being consistent with it. And they were just kind of like, and they didn't know really what to do. All right. So yeah, and, and sometimes I wonder if they don't know what to do or right. if they don't want to do what they have, to what do. they have to do. They're trying to find an easier way. And I'm perfectly and fine. To find an easier right, way, find but, an easy way. But that's what the problem right. is. And here's the thing. It was funny that you say that was because I realized and again, I love Men's Warehouse. I think it is an amazing company. So I have nothing bad to say about the company. Right. But I realized that yesterday when my queer in the $3 bill black ass went off, okay, it was because a man had on some square toe boots, y'all. And Uncle KP do not like no motherfucking square toe boots. Let me talk to you. <laughs> and child, he told me that he had bought them for $300. And I turned around and said, you paid $300 for them ugly ass boots. And my and shout out to Jordan. But daddy, I love you. I miss you. I'm sorry. I put him in a pretty, I put him in a compromising position. He was like, bro, you can't speak to the customers like that. Right. And I, and I felt bad. And here's the thing, babies. I'm going to speak to this man. My heart was in California. Mm. My heart is still in California. Let me speak on it. Right. And I know I need to go there and be with it. Mm. But I'm also in, and I'm also in the middle of selling my home. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and sell it because I, I've already been dealing with four. I've been dealing with four. This is the second time I've dealt with foreclosure. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I'm not cut out to be no goddamn homeowner. Even right. at 49 years old, baby, I'm not. Right. right. But I also realized this. And I'm going to send you my video. I actually did. I think I tagged you. Yes, I did tag you. It was yeah, a video yeah, of me that. on that. Yes. Baby, let me tell y'all. Uncle KP went out on that stage at the Taxi Road Rally and annihilated that motherfucker. Do you understand me, darling? Yep. Yep. And this was that moment. And when I came back here, I said I miss California already. Mm-hmm. But also, I realized, and Harko, Hark and I have our little, we have our, we have our differences when it comes to live shows. <laughs> but he knows, but here's the thing. He knows, and everybody else who knows me knows that 
even my even even the mother of my babies mm. and my babies themselves know that they papa belongs on stage. Yeah. And what I've learned with sync licensing, just what I've learned and what I, and, and, and I didn't get a chance to really talk about that. Be, and I, I was going to go live and talk about just specific things that I learned, but going, I was, I realized that I was also holding myself back by having a job working for a corporation. Yeah. Because of scheduling. Even though I was on, even though I'm part-time and I'm not, and I'm not complaining about my paycheck. Right. But I also realized that if I did the work, when I sit down and do the actual work, the music, creating the music, being out there performing. I also got a gig coming up, a drumming gig coming up on the 19th. So, right. And and, and, right. and, I, and I got other opportunities to write music with other artists that I collaborated with at the, at the um, rally. But, I, but this 19th, I'm going to be playing drums mm -hmm. with an R and B, with an R and B hip hop artist. That's right. Dope. Hell yeah. Style, shout out to my boy strings, EMB. So y'all be able to check that out. I'll be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna shoot some content. I hope. I'm. Gonna, I need to get myself a new uh stand so I can shoot uh video for me. Shoot video of of us performing. Yeah, and have it have it on the side or have somebody. Yeah, there standing, yeah. yeah so. Having somebody stand there doing it, or I can actually get someone to hold my hold my phone and do it for me. But that's going on, and then I like just going to this conference, guys the things I learned about sync licensing and being able to do instrumental cues and utilizing my very own voice to create sound and sonic branding. Like there's some I wanted to share with y'all, especially I want to tap in to sonic branding. Like that was something I really wanted to tap into as well, but to just to clear, to, to tighten up the, or to clean up this, the rest or to make a long story short. Right. I realized, babies, that I am a musician mm. through and through. Whether it's writing for film, television, doing you know, or if it's going out there and going out there performing. It's what I love to do. And it's not that I just love to do it, it's I'm blessed to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you as artists, I don't care what you, I don't care what anyone says to you or what you're going through. You always, you will always, no matter what, you will always go back to what you are do, what you do best. Absolutely. Always. I got a quick question for you. Mm -hmm. So do you feel like, like when you're not doing the music, when you're sitting there working at your job and you're putting your effort and your creativity into your job and you're not putting it into the music and stuff like that, do you feel almost like you have like a, a fucking, 
a tight vest on and you can't fucking move and you're just like, God damn it, just let me fucking loose. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like that? Yeah. And they check this out, guys. I feel like that all the yeah. fucking time. And, and, and here's the thing. They <laughs> cut our hours. Yeah. They cut our hours. So me, I'm getting less. I, I'm getting less hours. Like I only work maybe one day out of the week, but I also noticed that there would be a pattern of call outs. And like mm-hmm. I said, I know I can't say low, no to boss lady. Right. When and and they cut your hours, but then you get called in for call outs and you're getting your hours back. Fuck it, you know? And and, and yeah, and I'm like, and I'm a part and I'm a part-time worker who's and I'm like, and I thought about that. I said, you know what, man? If I'm gonna go, if I'm trying to get that way out mm-hmm. because I'm looking at the money, mm-hmm. and I said to myself, okay, but dude, you've made money doing music. Mm-hmm. You just need to get. You just need to get. Do the damn work. Yep. Period. Every and I thought about the deadlines because here's the thing: there are deadlines to do syncs. Okay, right. I got a couple of them now. After we hang up and and then I get the video to you, I gotta get I gotta get back to work on these right. on these sync deals, right? Because right. I gotta and send them jokers in. Mm-hmm. You become. When you do sync, let me tell y'all, and another thing I'm going to tell you right now, if you are a musician, if you are a composer, and you said producer, if you are a composer, producer, songwriter, any kind instrumentalist, of creative musician, yeah. Any type of creative musician. If you love to create sounds, if you like to do stuff like, dude, you need to become a sync licensing musician. Mm-hmm. Period. Because now what you're going to have to do is that you're going to have to work. Because now you're going to look at, dude, if I'm working from 11 to 6 on Sunday at Men's Warehouse or wherever you work. And again, I love you, Men's Warehouse. Please, boo-boo. I'm not, I don't hate y'all. Y'all are an amazing company. I just think some of the men that come in there, motherfucker, they really need to. Y'all, I would think Men's Warehouse could do some goddamn fashion consultant um, classes. Because some of them some bitches come in that motherfucker. Child, let me tell you. Oh, they be making me grow a goddamn ear on my forehead like, child, I do not want to hear this or do you deal with this right now, okay? I'm going to just keep it real, y'all. But, dude, I have to say this, and I really want y'all to really go to conferences, okay? Music conferences, especially dealing with, especially dealing with sync. Because you got to deal with those deadlines, and when you got those deadlines and now that the strike is over, we got to get to work. Mm-hmm. And I come to that realization and it's like I'm sitting here and I'm listening to reference reference materials and things like that. And if I got to work 11 to 6 and also somebody's going to call out during the week and I'm in the middle of writing a tune. Mm-hmm. And like I said, you know that I'm not going to say no to boss lady. I love the woman. She's awesome. But I got to think about what I got to do. I am a musician. I can't keep I can't give my time to them like that. Yep. I need to get to work if I want to get out there and I want to make the money. Because here's the thing. You get a sync deal. There's some deals where you're able to get forty thousand dollars up front and then you got the royalties. Yeah. OK, so that'll think about you a that. Couple weeks. Bro, yeah, that'll help you a couple of weeks. <laughs> OK, right. And you're thinking about that. And then not only that, but you're able. But, you know, as a musician, 
if you want a gig, you know you got to get a vehicle. All right, that is a that is an investment you need to make. You need yeah. to get a, a vehicle. Get you right? one of those uh, vans that you can convert SUV to, or, or, you, or you get one of those, I say uh, an SUV. Yeah, well, those one of those you get one oh, of those conversion vans, the sprinter vans, and you uh -huh. like fucking throw like a little bunk in there and shit like that, and you can travel sprinter around. Vans. You don't have to worry about hotel and shit. You sprinter know, vans you, are nice. Yeah, you get it, especially if you get like a diesel sprinter van and stuff like mm -hmm. that. They get a little bit more miles per gallon and stuff like that, and then all that fun shit. But, but yeah, man, you just have like a fucking an inverter on there and stuff like that, and you turn it into like a little camper. Like, yeah, Tom Tom Green has one. Obviously, he's not a mm -hmm. musician, but he has one. He has one. Yeah, I know that. He's like going out. all around. You know, his is obviously really fancy, but you can just have like a regular sprinter van, mm -hmm. and you just drive it around or whatever you know, and then you just you just park at a truck stop for the night or whatever instead of at a hotel, and then at a truck stop you. You got everything you need you got showers all that shit you know yeah. and so you can travel around if you need to and then you don't have to worry about hotel expenses and shit like that you just pay the the insurance and the gas in your fucking car maintenance and shit like that i mean you obviously got to have like a oh shit something broke fund right but, but and if you want to go spend some money on a hotel like if you could and here's the thing you could say which is a good idea because you can save up and you want to make maybe you say you know what man i want to lounge in a telly i want to kick back watch some tv like you yeah. know what i'm saying just kick my feet up on a goddamn bed king size yeah. plus whatever right you you can save the money if you do that traveling you travel like that right you, you can be options. able to save yeah you can have those options and having to say and being able to save the money to where you can have that one night and kick back like hey man yeah. I got a big one of the big last shows you know what I just want us to chill man we had a good tour last mm -hmm. show let's go ahead and chill in the hotel get some service whoop de woo have fun go drink at the bar right Whatever, that sort of yeah. thing okay but. Being able to look at it from that perspective and say, look, man, as a musician, there's so many ways we can make money. We just truly have to do the work we have to do, especially now that we are in the time that we're in. Dude. We can make this a job. Mm -hmm. All you jazz artists. Kurt Elling, I love you. Shout out to you. One of my favorite jazz singers in the world. But darling, when I read when I read that interview you did and you said that there's no money in jazz, I damn near cried because I thought about it like this. I said, dude, we have the Internet. You have podcasts. You have you have you, you, you can start. You can sell your own merch. You can start your own clothing line. You can you can make you could do e-commerce. You can. You can teach. You can do so many things. Yeah. And all you got to do, and I shout out to our Action Bronson. And if you guys ever get a chance, watch this, watch on YouTube, Creative Minds. Because Creative Minds showed us how Action Bronson was able to take his very talent. And not only did he wasn't, he didn't become a marketeer with this, but he took his love for cooking. Um love for um his it's being a that queen's guy and he um and he started getting into into the gym culture and he also became he got he's got a, like a, a um a freelance contract with um I think AEW or WWE but he's right. able to take all these things from just and be able to create his own, he created a niche. And now it's like he's he's been able to just 
do things within his own realm and he just used his very talents and he used his interests and that's and his exactly interests. what i tell artists to do yep. all the goddamn time is yep. is okay you got your music okay mm -hmm. I, you know if i was talking to ashton bronson you know before he started doing this or even right now okay so ashton bronson he's got his music right mm -hmm. people know him for his music but then guess what he's also got? He's got his food thing because he fucking loves food. That's why he's yep. 700 pounds. And then he's got it. <laughs> but now he lost, but he's losing weight too because he's getting healthy with the coach. And why is that? Because he's got the love for the gym portion. So now yep. he's bringing that in. So he's also, he's showing love for food, even mm -hmm. being a bigger person. But yep. then he's also working on that. So he's showing that and mm -hmm. showing how the gym culture is good and healthy and how health is good and how that ties back into your food that you eat. Mm -hmm. And so then he's also being an advocate for big people who want to get small again or whatever, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Or get healthy. And or stay that size so they could go wrestling or do things yeah. like that. Yep. Whatever the situation is. Yeah. But see, he is being more than just a singular thing. He's being diverse. Diverse. And that's what I keep telling every artist to do. Yep. Every single one of y'all listening. Mm -hmm. Be diverse, man. Because he's fucking doing it. And he's killing it. And people are like, oh, yeah, but he made it off of music first. Yeah, but yes. he also, but 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 what I think is is that he pivoted to those other things because of the time we're in now. When he first mm -hmm. started with music, he really couldn't put out all those other things. He had to be music only. Yeah. But now with the way that the internet is, where people want authenticity, where people don't want singular things anymore, they want diversity. Mm -hmm. And that's what they go for. That's what they go after. So that's what you have to be as an artist. Episode to let every single one of you artists know about a great opportunity for you to grow your online presence through blogs and social media for 30 days for only $10. If you've already been checking out the podcast, you know I've already talked about this a little bit here and there, but I created 10 blog websites that all have their own social media presence on Twitter and Facebook, and they are growing leaps and bounds, getting tens of thousands of impressions and eyeballs every single month. And that's just not in total. That's every single account. I have a full video breakdown available for this on every platform where you're listening to this right here, right now. The episode is called How Much Marketing Can $10 Get You? All right. I go through a full explanation of it. But if you've already watched that and you want to find out more, go ahead and go to musicmakingsensepod.com. Send me a message in chat and I will get right back to you and we will get this rocking and rolling and get you growing on social media, especially if you want to grow that presence on Twitter or X, this will definitely help you out. Like I said, I got 10 blog websites with 10 different Twitter accounts that have tens of thousands of impressions every single month. You can be right there with them, getting all those eyeballs and growing your presence online. So make sure you hit me up right now, musicmakingsensepod.com. Hit the chat button and send me a message and we will get you on point with this great new promotion. All right, let's get back to the episode would want a jazz music intro yep. you know and then you can flip it to them for like you know you do a custom piece for like two or three hundred dollars for them or whatever right exactly you know and you just give it you know there you go and then you got some you find some other ones who could use a new intro and stuff like that as well too. well and, and you know and that's straight and it's cool you said that too because here's the thing that are that my i really it just hit me my getting upset with the square toe boots <laughs> That was just like your final straw. And I get what you're saying with that. But, 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 position. Right. But here's also the kicker. Mm -hmm. It shows my love for fashion. Mm -hmm. I have a love for fashion that I never thought. And and I and and, and again, shout out to being live, shout out to men's warehouse. 
um, Real Men, Real Style, and Gentleman's Gazelle, and my man Jeff the Style OG. And also, it's funny you say that, but Jordan Peterson does have has a has a really good has a really good sense of style. Right, right. Yeah, he does. He really there's does. A of, there's a lot of people that dress well. Yeah, mm -hmm, dress well. And I saw that, and I Not said me, to but myself, other yeah, but you know, <laughs> but but that's the cool thing. And like right now, I just got on this little cool looking this this um, it's like a shirt. Yeah. Hoodless, it's a it's a hoodless um, like almost like but it's a hoodless um, tracksuit. Yeah. So it's like I got so I can put my hands right in there, and it's got the oh. number eighty eight on it. You can barely see it, but it's really like yeah, it's a really that. cool looking cosmic. It kind of has this uh astronaut this, like, suit look, yeah, or this have this what I like to what we call Afrofuturism, or like this almost like a rivet head industrial, I like that. yeah, Afrofuturism. That's yeah, Afrofuturism, yeah, and it has that look to it, and I really like it. It's really avant garde. Mm -hmm. And when I rock it with really, I rock it with with other stuff, or just like right now because I was like, I just want to have on something besides my hoodie, right, right. And because because I'm fashion conscious, right, be thinking about those type of things. So I come to the realization like that's another thing I can really touch on is fashion, mm -hmm. because as an artist and as a musician, I do think I think fashion is everything. I think yeah. your image is everything. I really do. So, and me having a mohawk and just all that stuff, right? I just said to myself, I'm like, you know, number one, it's okay that I can be, if if I want to be, and I know homeboy tried to come at me like, money don't make the man, man makes the money. They, 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 they tried, to, tried to hit me with some bullshit preachy bars. But I said, nigga, this, the motherfucker still ugly as hell that you spent $300 on. <laughs> Fuck you talking right. about. Right. And, and But that, but it's that passion that I have for fashion. I real, and it hit me. And I realized that I'm like, yeah. It's there because mm -hmm. also I was getting compliments on my style at the rally. Right. And there were, and mind you, when I went, it was chilly. It started getting a little chilly and I had some little cute fits that I wanted to rock and I, I skinned and bared it. But I also started thinking in my head, if I had a certain coat with them, I would have been able to rock these cute fits that I did have. Right. Those type of things right. were going through shit. my mind, right? And so artists, what I'm saying to you to really to just, and I know I'm expending on it, but I just, I think it's just something that we need to really talk about is that what is just what you were saying with producers. Okay. Yeah. You need to put out things that showcase who you are, because I mean, being a producer is a niche, mm -hmm. right? And unlike, like you said, un, unlike art, unlike vocalists, Unless you go into sync licensing, that's why I tell y'all get into it. And also, sync if you do if you're a vocalist and you like to do hooks and vocal lines and things like that, right? You can also go on Beat Stars, put your stuff on there as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, and this is it's when you start learning about the business and you start seeing things that you can do besides feel like you're going to struggle as an artist in this day and age. No, there's no such thing as a starving artist. And I'll say this again, and I'll say this and I'll shout out to Rick Barker. 
you're not a starving artist. You're a lazy artist. Yep. And here's what I'm saying. You may be doing one thing hard. You may be going hard on one thing, but there are other things around it that you need to do in order to make it, to make it pop, to make it shine, to make your music sell. Mm -hmm. Right. Just you going out on the streets and playing your guitar, hoping to be discovered. And you going out there, well, I do it every day and I live this life. And this, if you're not give shooting content, mm. then ain't nobody going to give a fuck about you playing the guitar every day out there just on the streets trying yeah, to busk. They're going to think you're homeless. They're going to yeah. think you're, you're a vagabond and shit. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not busking and putting, if you're not going to busk and do it in a way where you're trying, if you want to be discovered, then, hey, why not showcase that? Mm hmm. Yeah, you have way more people being able to potentially see it on the Internet than you mm -hmm. would in any city. That's why I tell people all the time when they got that city first mentality, you know, I got to be known in my city before you got to be known locally before you can get known globally. I'm like, not anymore. No, that 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 used to be the way. But that's not anymore because mm -hmm. now you have eight billion people on the planet and growing unless we have a world war. And then you also have three point five billion of those eight billion on the internet, on the internet. And, and growing. And yep. like it's like 1.5 billion people speak English as at least a second language, if not mm -hmm. a primary language. Or no, 1.5 billion speak as a primary language. And then you have another like half billion to half half to half half billion or something like that to speak as a second language, maybe a little bit more. Either way, mm -hmm. that, that can at least comprehend English and fluent. So that's that's over a billion people, right? Yeah. There's no city in the world that has a billion people. Nope. You know, I, I think like the biggest one is like 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 15, 20 million, something like that. Yeah. Like, you're not even getting into 100 million in the biggest city. So you have, yeah, is people... Yeah. People are are so short sighted. They only see what's right in front of them. They don't see the bigger picture beyond that, you know. And just and like what you yes. said, yeah. And just like what you said, with you know, sometimes what's right in front of you is blocking your view, and you don't mm -hmm. know it. You're trying to look around, but it's so big in front of you, you can't see it. Yep. You can't see past it, you know. And dude, I I get a hundred percent what you're saying. The reason I asked you is if do you feel like you're like fucking like strapped up. And mm -hmm. you're trying to break free. I feel like that all the goddamn time, man. You know, like I I run a restaurant right now, and most of the time I'm by myself mm -hmm. in there because it's a smaller restaurant and stuff like that. And I'm in there, and like it'll be dead for a little bit. I got everything taken care of. I'm like, all right, let me go hop on the computer and knock out some shit or whatever. Or mm -hmm. I got some shit that I need to take care of. I'm like, okay, I got to get this taken care of. So I go hop on the computer. I'm working for like two, three, five minutes, and all of a sudden somebody comes in. And so like trying to be creative and then getting stopped mid-creative, it just fucking makes me want to murder people. You know what I'm saying? And that's just what you were basically saying as well, mm -hmm. too, is that you'll be sitting at home working on some shit on supposedly your day off. And somebody calls you in and you're like, well, fuck, you know, I don't want to I don't want to leave them hanging high. You won't. Yep. You won't yeah. say no. Yeah. Because you're like, you're I'm not. A good, yeah. You're like, I'm a good person. I don't want to fuck somebody over. They need me. Right. Somebody needs me. I want to help. I'm a helpful person. And at the same time, you know, it also helped my bank account. So it's a win win. You know, I'm getting helped and I'm helping people. Yeah. But at the same time, you're also trying to do something that will help other people and help your bank account at the same time. So now you're shifting from from your what you're basically doing is you're saying, I'm gonna go with a more sure thing that Quick hustle. Get, 
Yeah, you're like sure quick gonna... the sure quick hustle. The yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You're uh-huh. like I'm gonna go with a sure bet that won't make me feel as good inside, mm-hmm. as opposed to a long shot that will make me feel great inside, whether I win or lose. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you win, though. Yeah, yeah. That's that's something that a lot of artists have a problem with. I mean, I'm right here with you. You know, KP, you're doing the same thing, and half y'all listening are probably in the same situation, if not more. You yeah. know, all of all of the artists who are working a regular job you know and trying to make it and stuff like that it's 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 tough because mm-hmm. you're trying to do so many things and then if you got kids on top of that and a relationship or something just add it on you got you know an, an elderly family member add that on you know all of your responsibilities in life it, it makes it it makes it just that much more difficult you know but but with today's the the way things are today if you try to focus and sometimes you need to get somebody to help you focus. But if you focus that and you're like, okay, let me do what actually matters the most. Yep. What what can actually get me moving in the direction I want to go? Mm-hmm. And you start doing that in your spare time when you're doing your creativity and stuff, you know, instead of just being like, oh, I just need to keep keep writing and producing music. It's like, how about you try marketing your music better, the music that you already have? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, one thing I saw um i saw you know windy day say this but i've said this for years but like you know windy day was talking about you know she runs into artists all the time that are saying you know oh well you know i gotta put out i gotta come up with new music because i can't be putting out my old music anymore and i've said that the same and she's like well you know just because it's old to you doesn't mean it's old to other people. And I've said that for years as well, too. When I'm talking to artists, they're like, oh, well, that's my shit from last year. I'm like, the first time somebody heard your music is the first time somebody has heard your music. It doesn't matter. You know, yeah. I've taught it here on the podcast before. It took Nelly four years of hustle and grind to get country grammar to pop. Yep. So how many people were listening to country grammar more than one time in St. Louis before, you know, and then all of a sudden they heard it on the radio. They're like, fuck, I've heard that a million times, mm-hmm. right? You're going to have some people that would be tired of it by then. But guess what? When country grammar popped and motherfuckers started hearing, you know, they heard hot shit come up on the radio here in Indiana. They're like, oh, shit, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Even though it's a four-year-old song or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And, yep. and, and you know, people here went fucking nuts. But here's about, the thing, about too. Nelly, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's it doesn't matter. You just need to market it right mm-hmm. and keep going and use that as your focus. Yeah, because that song, because the people, because there are people who are like, man, that song need to be, that song need to be out right now. That song mm-hmm. need to be blown up. So when you get that, think about it like this, y'all. All right. When you get a song like that, even just, I mean, and, and let's just, just, when you get a song that people are listening to, and I don't care if it's, if you, they haven't listened, if it's been out for four years. Mm-hmm. People want that song to be heard worldwide. Trust me, the person who's listened to it first is not going to be like, man, I'm tired of this song. I don't want to hear it no more. Unless you want to, unless you just one of those people who I've actually met who was, who was like that. It was an ex, it was a ex-girlfriend's band it was a member band member's ex-girlfriend who was like Mm. tired of us playing the same songs at a show but at the same time what she didn't get was everybody hasn't heard these songs yeah 
And the, and, and the thing is too, is that some, yeah, you're going to have some of those people that will get tired of it after a little bit, but those are the people that won't stay around. Even if you put a new song out. No, exactly. So don't worry about them. Yeah. No, not put at the all. song, put the song out and to push it. If you know, it's a banger and you mm-hmm. feel it's fire, even shout out to Piff Marty. Piff Marty said that too. If right. you know it's if you feel it in your heart that this song is is a is a banger, this song fucking rocks, this song yours, you know that, then continue. Mm-hmm. And again, if you are a musician and composer and an instrumentalist, you need to get into sync licensing. If you produce sync licensing, here's why. You will find a place for your music. Mm-hmm. Okay. And another thing is putting out instrumental albums. If you are, if you are one of those, you need to put out an instrumental album. Why? Because instrumental albums are used a lot. Okay. Samples. People are going to sample. So if you have an instrumental album, and you use that to say, dude, guess what? You got a great chance of people out there fucking, you got a great chance of making a lot of money, especially if they love your shit. Mm-hmm. So put it out there, guys. And also, yeah. you got to put, you just, you got to do the work, guys. Yeah, It's just, I mean, I'm serious. Like, if you want to create, you got to create music. Plain and simple. Yep. Yep. You got to create and you got to put it in front of the right people who mm-hmm. want to hear that, who want to use that if you're a producer yep. or whatever it is, you know, and and KP and, and me, we're working on all different kinds of things to help you guys out with resources and stuff like that. Yep. KP's, you know, he's still building it. The the thing that he's building that we talked about last week where he's building a full thing on how to do the sync licensing and everything like that and what he learned from the taxi conference mm-hmm. is pretty extensive. So it's going to take yeah. a few to get that out. It's not something we can just do in like two seconds, but we're going to get that put together for you all. It's going to be up everywhere that you're listening to this right now. And I'm still putting out all kinds of stuff and everything as well. Um, you know, that that's what we're here for. We're here to help every single one of y'all with bare minimum ideas and different thinking. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If whether you give us a, a penny ever in your life, if you're listening here every single week and every time we drop any bonus content, you're listening to that. And then that's at least creating ideas in your head or you're even implementing that as well. Then that's, 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 that's perfectly fine yeah, with that's us, right. man. Yeah, that's that's absolutely. what we're doing it for. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah, we're trying to progress ourselves as well, but we want to help all of y'all. So mm-hmm. if you're listening here and you're getting great ideas and great information out of what we're doing and everything, use the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. And then share it with a couple artists that you know as well, too. You know, yeah, because and- this is such because there's mm-hmm. a thing, guys. You know, yeah, you're like, well, y'all just getting started. Yeah, we want because and also, yeah, we're just getting started in certain projects. But hey, if we're able to put y'all on game, like, yo, check this out, dude. This is cool, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, you're getting you're getting your hand. You're also getting a chance to get your hands in the cookie jar as as well, if you will. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if you want to say, oh, we're, we're just getting started in certain avenues, it's like, okay, well, have you even done that avenue? Yeah. So, okay. So now we know more than you. Okay, good. Now let us help you. Yeah. You know, having the defensive of, you know, having defenses is, is, is pointless, honestly. Yeah. 
But but yeah, like take our information, use it to the best of your ability. And if you need any help with any of it, hit us up. You mm-hmm. know, as we always say, you can go to musicmakingsensepod.com and there's a chat option right there. Drop us a message or, you know, check out with us on any of the socials. Um, drop a comment wherever you're listening to this right here, right now. Um, obviously, if it's on one of the, like, the podcast platforms, you really can't. But if it's on YouTube, you can do a comment in there. Um, but yeah, just go to bare minimum. Go to musicmakingsensepod.com. Mm-hmm. Drop drop a message in the chat and stuff like that, and we'll get with you and we'll help you out. No problem, you know, yeah. because that's what we're here to do. Whether it's the it's the free information that we give to you right here that you can take and run with, or whether it's some of the more intensive stuff that we sit down one on one and and build custom for you and the plans for you. We're here to help you out, you know. Yeah. And yeah, we're helping ourselves at the same time. We're trying to build ourselves. You know, KP is trying to figure out, okay, you know, if you guys been listening over the past couple of weeks, you know, he's been like, hey, I'm kind of shifting away from from doing like the management with artists and I want to start getting back on stage more and stuff like that and start doing sync licensing. So he's wanting to do that more for himself. But while he's doing that, he's learning so much shit Mm -hmm. and dropping the knowledge over here for y'all. So if y'all want to do the same thing, he can help out. And, you know, and then, but, you know, like we've always said ever since the first episode, you know, yeah, I'm a white dude. You know, Harkos is a white dude who loves hip hop and KP is a black dude who loves metal. And so there's that, there's that diverse dynamic that me and him have, but then also, No one else has. No one else. No one else has it. But then also, you know, he loves live shows and performing and Mm -hmm. he like he just loves being in front of people and and doing the art and me, you know, and then then, so he loves doing the art and stuff like that. But then he also likes helping people, too. But he really loves the art more. Me, I love doing the art, but I like helping people more. And I'm Mm -hmm. more back in the back. I fucking don't like stage shows. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So so we we bounce off of each other like perfect. So when you come and listen to us, you're hearing different perspectives from different things. And not everybody's going to resonate with either one of us. But us together, we can help you get that whole path because if you are like kp where you're like hey i don't give a fuck about the business shit i just want to get out here and rock these stages no no no, i have to say this i gotta say this papa okay i do okay (laughs) just to kind of clear up i do care about the bit i love the business side of it here's the thing i do love the business side of it but what i'm saying is that for me it's more like i it's more fulfilling to be an artist who knows the business. Right. And then I'm able to share instead. So instead of me trying to be, instead of me trying to make money behind the scenes, like being more into marketing and doing like marketing and AR and managing and things like that. And even coaching. No, I like having, I like being an artist who knows the business works with, with other music professionals in the business, but, I understand the ins and outs of the business to where I can get out here and perform with a business mind, but be a performer. And, and, and that's what I want to do. So no, I do love the business side of it. I just don't, I just don't see the need of trying to make money on the business side. Like I said, as right. a marketer, as a coach and teacher and those things, I don't mm. see that I need to do that. That's just right. like, I don't see, I, I was, need to yeah, go. I was, I was yeah. generalizing a little too much, but yeah, no, I, I understand yeah. what you were saying. You're kind of like, yeah. okay, it's like you just, yeah, it was a generalization, but right. I understand where it came from. 
Right. So that's why I did want to clear it up. But there are a lot of artists, not you specifically, but there are a lot of artists who are further down that road than you who do not give a fuck about the business. Yeah, they don't. You know, they just want to focus on the stage show portion and the creating of the music portion, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's where you are doing all the experimentation with sync licensing and with, you know, doing these connections with all these other artists and going up to these conferences and rocking out on the conference randomly and shit like that. Like all that kind of shit. You know, there, there's, there's something for everyone. You've said it a bunch, you know, there's all, there's a, there's a spot for everyone in this music industry. There's always a different position you can be in and stuff like that. If one doesn't work out, there's other ones that may suit you better. And that's where me and KP really blend off of both of those things Mm -hmm. to have like a holistic, well-rounded approach to everything, you know, with having both elements of it, you know, when there's things I don't know about, I ask him when there's things he doesn't know about, he asks me. You know, especially when it's in the opposites of what we do, you know, whenever I have when I have producers ask me about sync licensing, I'm like, hey, KP, you know, (laughs) you know, because I've looked into a little bit, but he's actually been doing it. Mm -hmm. So it's different than me learning about it. And then him actually doing it is a different skill level, you know. And when it comes to the numbers and dealing with that stuff, I like dealing with uh, just trying to more be more informative. uh, I look for Hark. Yeah, I looked to Hark for that when it just when it comes to like him breaking down his feelings on certain aspects of the business, like with the Spotify and and uh, the mergers and things like that. I really look at his perspective, even though I am aware of them, but I really like to hear his intellect and intake on it because he does have he has a side of it that most of us won't look at. Right. And that's why I also yeah. shout out to Bacon Bits. If you guys ever check out Bacon Bits on Instagram and TikTok, he broke down today. He broke down like how Spotify is, how Spotify, everybody's taking Spotify the wrong way, but he's trying to break down on how it's going to work for artists in an advantage. Mm-hmm. I'm good. So if you get a chance, go ahead and watch that heart because I would love to hear your take on that as well. Because I think you have, because it, it, I think that would be a very interesting take on, interesting concept on it. So, so that's where you know, guys. So again, where like where Hark is saying, like you, there's so much that we can all do in this business. But just remember, guys, we all have special talents, gifts, and skills that we can contribute to this business, and that mm-hmm. we can, that, and that we can share and learn from each other in it all right and just just and know that our music can be used in other industries as well Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah absolutely music makes the world go around yep and if you need any help with anything keep tuning back in here every every episode share Mm -hmm. the hell out all these episodes and everything that we're doing here with other artists that you know who could use the help and if you need anything further hit us up and we'll, we'll help you out absolutely So until then, until next time, until next bonus content, next piece of content you want to listen to, been another great episode. As always, KP fucking really spelling it out. A lot of y'all artists can resonate the hell out of what he was just saying. So I'm not even going to elaborate on it anymore. (laughs) Cool, man. (laughs) Yeah. So y'all have a good one and we'll see you on the next episode. Holla, y'all. Yeah.